This is the Janine Pirro Show. Now, here's Judge Janine Pirro. Joining us now is an American author, a syndicated radio host, and he writes a lot of books, folks. His latest book is called Letter to the American Church, and it is available everywhere. Please join me in welcoming my good friend Eric Metaxas to the Judge Janine Tunnel to Towers Foundation Show. Now, I'm going to make this very quick. Uh, Eric is really smart. He went to Yale. Uh, and he's written about 150 books. No, he's written many books. Uh, New York Times bestselling author of Fish Out of Water, Martin Luther, If You Can Keep It, Bonhoeffer, Miracles, Seven Women, Seven Men, and Amazing Grace. He's written more than 30 children. Enough. Okay, Eric, Eric, are you there? Yes, I'm here. You make me happy every time I'm <laughs> on with you. I love you, you Eric. Joy. I love Thank you, you too. I okay. love you too. And let me correct you. When what? you go to Yale, it makes you stupid. Yeah, well, so I was going to take you down on that one. <laughs> no, no. All of these all of these elite institutions. Look, I went there. I grew up in Queens. I'm a working class kid. When you go to those places, you, you drink the globalist, Marxist, stupid Kool-Aid. And I drank it, and I became one of those idiots. And it's only by the grace of God that it pulled me out of that fire and I became a person with common sense and good values. I want everybody to know that. Don't ever send your kids to those schools. They have a big name, but they are going to take your parents' money and turn you into a woke zombie, just well, in case anybody was not clear on that. Yeah, I know. And, you know, the interesting thing is that uh, it, it, I was going to ask about Yale and the four judges from uh, Colorado who decided yeah. that Donald Trump should not be on the ballot. Uh, yeah. One is from Yale, the other Harvard, Penn, UVA. No, I know the Yale guy. I, I know the Yale guy. And I Dude. thought to myself, what do you expect from these people? Listen, Janine, we got to take our country back. We have been. How do we do it, Eric Metaxas? Well, okay. Number one, number one, God. Number one, okay? Most people in this country have some sense now because we've seen so much evil that, oh, you know what? Maybe God really is the answer. Maybe God is not just a nice thing I do, you know, a couple times a year on Sunday morning. It's the real answer to evil is God, the God of the Bible. And since it's the Christmas season, I just want to say to everybody, this is real. And the reason I think God allows these horrible things to happen, the, the lunacy of the last three years, the insanity, the evil, is to wake those up who could be awakened. Some people don't want to be awakened. Some people are in bed with evil. But there are plenty of people waking up. They've been waking up the last few years and saying, you know what? I get it now. I didn't get it before. I get it now. And even Tucker Carlson said people should pray 10 minutes a day. Don't don't pray to whoever. Pray to the God of the Bible. This is Christmas, okay? This is real. And I really think that on some level, sometimes when things get bad, it is a blessing because it really does wake us up. We thought everything was fine. Now we realize, no, everything's not fine unless we take our country back and get activated. And when activated, it means doing everything. It just doesn't mean like, oh, I'm, I'm going to vote this year. It means whatever you can do in your sphere. Uh, one thing that I say, because I wrote the book Letter to the American Church, if you're going to some church that doesn't care about this stuff, that avoids this stuff, yeah. get the heck out of that church. Do yep. not waste one dime of God's money giving to a church that is fiddling while Rome burns. And and the, the real parallel, i got to say this, the book Letter to the American Church, the parallel is with Nazi Germany. The German churches 
basically said, most of them, they were not evil people. They just got it wrong. They said, you know what? This, we're going to stay in our lane. We're just going to do church on Sunday. We don't want to get involved politically. And we see what happened. It was their job to stand against the evil of Hitler. They said, no, 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 no. We just want to do nice church, have nice services. And evil took over. The reason I wrote Letters to the American Church, which is coming out as a movie in about a month. Letters oh, really? Church. Yes. com. People can watch the trailer. God's assignment for the church in Germany was that the church would stand against the evil of Hitler. They basically said, no, thank you. And hell on earth was unleashed. We know the story. I know the story better than most because I wrote a Bonhoeffer book. It really happened. It's not just like some fantasy that happened in the past and we forget about it. It, re- it really happened. My mother, who I just talked to on the phone, she lived through it. She grew up in Nazi Germany. So the American church is in the same place today. God says to anybody, if you dare say you're some kind of a Christian, God's looking at you and he's saying, okay, now I want you to live like that. If you don't live like that's true, if you don't live out your faith in every sphere, caring about corruption, caring about open borders and sex trafficking, caring about fentanyl, all these are moral issues. If mm-hmm. you don't get involved in that, you're not a Christian. You're, you're full of baloney, and you're not fooling God. And I really think that all of these horrible things that are happening, whether it's voter fraud or vaccine, you know, like don't talk about the vaccine. I thought, when did this happen in America ever in our history? It's, it's to wake us up. Okay, now we have a job to do. And so I'm, you know, I'm a different person than I was a few years ago because I kind of think like the hour is late. If, yes. if you talk to somebody in Germany in 1933, you would say to them, listen, I don't know how to tell you this, but if you don't get busy now, if, mm-hmm. you, if you don't understand this is on you to speak against this, to stick your neck out, to be willing to risk your job, to whatever you need to do, do it now. Because in a couple of years, it's over. You're not going to, you open your mouth, you're going to jail. The, my book, Letter to the American Church, talks about the parallels with Germany in the 30s. When I wrote the book, okay, it was long before October 7th, it was over a year ago, I never dreamt that that would come out. In other words, if you want proof that things are insane, when, when you have young people openly anti-Semitic, you go, okay, you know what? I get it. I get it. Evil has taken over. The hatred of Jews is satanic. I'm not going to mince words. It's yes. satanic. It's the hatred of the God of the Bible. It's a hatred of his chosen people. It's no different than a hatred of Christians. It is a visceral demonic hatred. There's no explanation. There's no logical explanation for the hatred of Jews. Why do we see it in, in every sphere across the globe? It's a hatred of God. When you see that, that's when you know what you're dealing with. And so, honestly, I have hope. I think that if every one of us does our part, we can prevail, just like George Washington. Hey, you think he got it in the bag? No, he doesn't have it in the bag. But he's going to keep fighting and keep fighting. We need to not listen to the voices that say, oh, it's over. We've lost this generation. Oh, we can't come back. That's the voice of the devil. We've got to yeah. fight. I guarantee you, I travel all around the country. I see so much hope. I see so many people, huge churches that get this that they're yeah. talking about this from the pulpit. If well, you know, we're going to have that, Pastor John go. Hagee on after you. Good and I mean, talk you. about having a, a big church. Um, and he is an incredible man. I'm going to be talking to him about some of those issues. And, oh, you know, yeah. middle America gets it. It's almost like there are commas on either side of the country. East Coast, West Coast, it's like lost their minds. But I'll, but I'll tell you what, it's so bad. The South Bronx gets this. Go, go talk to black and brown people in the boroughs of New York. They all get it. People yeah. with common sense raising their kids, fighting 
to pay the bills, they get it. It's only the woke loons who don't have jobs or who are community organizers or living in some ideological bubble in some university. They're the only ones who are privileged, who are really privileged. They don't have to deal with what we call reality. They don't get it. Most Americans get it. And, and I think we're, we're going to have an earthquake in this country, a political earthquake, because things have gone so insane. But I just want to say it again. Our hope is in God. At this time of Christmas, if anybody claims to say, oh, I'm, I'm a Christian, I believe in Jesus, now's the time you got to live act. your faith. you got to put your money where your mouth is or shut up, because this is we're in a war between good and evil. America, we are endowed by our Creator with certain unalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. To serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come, find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Well, but what about immigration? Okay, 200,000 people have come into the United States uh, in December that we know of, and the month isn't over yet. 200,000. Corinne Jean-Pierre gets up there and says, oh, this time of year they usually, we have bigger numbers. No, the the, the larger groups come in the spring, not now. You mean they lie. This is the thing, you got to get used to the idea that those people don't even try to tell the truth. They are like Joseph Goebbels. They will lie and lie and lie. We need to understand what we're dealing with. We're not dealing with Tip O'Neill or even Bill Clinton in the 90s. We're dealing with out-and-out Marxist liars. They care about winning. They hate America. They hate God. It's really that dark. We need to understand who these people are. It is. It's very sad. And as we go forward into the new year, uh, you know, we've got another year of this kind of immigration. I mean, five million, they say, uh, between the Godaways and the ones that came in during the uh, first yes. three yes. years. I mean, yes. it'll be another seven million. What I mean, how is this changing the nation? Well, we, we all know how it's changing the nation. But again, I think when things get really crazy as they're getting, it's like a snake swallowing its own tail eventually catches up with everybody. For example, Eric Adams. I'm not a fan of Mayor Eric Adams, but guess mm-hmm. what? This is biting him in the rear end. Oh, he yep. can't deal with all the, uh, the, the immigrants. Yes. And I'm thinking, good, good. Now you understand what these policies are doing. Uh, uh, Governor Whitmer, all of these Democratic governors and mayors are starting to see this reality. So there's a comedy to it to me that, that as yeah. bad as it gets, more and more people are waking up. So, again, I, I have hope it's so bad that I think it's, it's going to lead to something that we had to go through this. And we're not done yet, yeah. but we have to go through this now. Everybody has to fight. You got to put your faith into action. Stop pretending it's a thing you do on Sunday morning. Oh, I believe this stuff. You got to live out your faith you got to live out what's right well i gotta tell you eric metaxas we love your energy we're going to get a copy of your book uh keep fighting i'm i'm very happy for you you've got a lot of things going on eric and come back and join us soon it's going to be a very interesting year to say the least and uh let's just hope that at least people recognize that uh this is a time that jesus was born let us at least recognize that and pay homage to that and maybe the rest will follow yes well that's that's our only hope and i do have hope i don't just say that i have real hope 
We got to fight. God bless you, Justine. I love you. Good to talk to you. Love you too. Happy New Year as well. All right. And never forget, join the Tunnel to Towers Foundation on its mission to do good in honor of America's heroes. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T, the number 2T.org. And up next here on the Judge Janine Tunnel to Towers Foundation show, I will be speaking with the founder and senior pastor of Hagee Ministries, Pastor John Hagee. This is the Helium Highlight Minute, sponsored by Desert Mountain Energy, an early mover among junior explorers in the helium space. Helium has become one of the most sought-after elements on Earth, yet is now in short supply. Desert Mountain Energy has positioned itself as a leader with the world's first solar-powered processing facility and over 100,000 acres within the U.S. Southwest, known to produce some of the world's richest helium. Many high-tech applications are totally dependent on helium. Helium, now a $6.5 billion market, is projected to grow sharply. Desert Mountain Energy, with its active development program, could play a vital role in meeting helium demand for years to come. It is time to look at helium and the crucial position of Desert Mountain Energy. This Helium Highlight Minute has been sponsored by Desert Mountain Energy, U.S. trading symbol DMEHF, and in Canada, DME. Web address, DesertMountainEnergy.com. The proceeding may contain forward-looking statements which may not be realized.